0: Welcome to the Geekcentric Podcast, and welcome to our spoiler-free review for Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. All right, let's do things differently this time. Welcome to the Geekcentric Podcast, and welcome to our spoiler-free review for Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Massive thanks to our friends at Sony Pictures Canada for letting us watch this movie early for review. Uh, My name is Nate, and if you're joining us for the first time, we are Geekcentric, a podcast focusing on the world of movies, TV shows, games, toys, and collectibles, and all things Geekcentric. Now joining me in the Spider Geek Society... Uh, for this review, we have Justin, the Spider Dad,
1: Lawrence. Oh yes, I would definitely be the Spider Dad. That those scenes had me had me in, in just in all the right feels, man. Dude, you you were
0: crying at moments where I was just like, oh yeah, he's a dad. Okay, I get it. I get it.
1: I, it does change your perspective. Let me tell you, it okay. does really you keep change saying perspective, that. I'll, so.
0: We'll we'll see. Maybe one day. Um, and swinging in alongside him, he's a big fan of the Mary Jane. He's Darcy, the Dank Spider Hudson.
2: You know, I was wondering how you're going to open it. Never thought of that. (laughs) Don't know why. Maybe I've used too much Mary Jane. (laughs) It was in your
1: face the entire time. Right there. Right there.
0: Dude, you guys, um, you know, I think, you know, we're joking about the the dankness of the Spider-Man. But I think, Darcy, you would, I think you'd make a great Spider-Man. You're you're good with the science stuff. You're good with the chemistry. Um, And then, Justin, I think you've got the photography side down. And I guess the dadness of it all after after watching this movie. Um <laughs> for for myself though, I wanted to ask both of you, if you guys want to chime in, what would I what would I be good at as a Spider-Man? Well, you are pretty quippy. <laughs> yeah, the okay. quips. I think you got yeah. the quips right so, locked Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, you're sure. very okay. you're,
1: you're smarter you're smarter with the quips than than I'll ever be with quips. You you <laughs> you you know you know funny pretty well, Nate. So I think I think together, you know, yeah. we make one solid spider man. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Right, Shoot. all of the I think different so. attributes, okay, distributed, okay, distributed, appro- like it's like the multiverse. Pulled apart one Spider-Man and made three, and that's us. That makes sense.
0: I like, I like that. that. Idea. Killing it. We're killing it, uh, dude. I I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I fully expect you guys to say something like, "You'll be like the Spider-Man of the couch," or something like that, like swinging around on a couch, uh, watching shows and movies. But uh, you know, let's. Uh, I, I'm 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 stoked to to whip into this review uh, and and talk about all this stuff because we we left the theater buzzing. Uh, it was a fan event that we got to go to, and it was nobody wanted to leave. everybody just everybody just wanted to stay in the theater so they could talk about it. Um, you know, the, I think the movie let out. Uh, there I, I don't think there was anyone else in the theater besides the people that attended our screening, both press and fans. Uh, and it was such a there was such an energy in the room. um but listen, if if you for some reason, if you've opened up this podcast or you've you know you've you've caught this podcast and and you're, In your web uh and uh and you don't know what this movie is about let's do this one last time miles morales returns for the next chapter of the oscar-winning spider-verse saga spider-man every time i read it i just want to say spider-man um spider-man across the spider-verse After reuniting with Gwen Stacy, Brooklyn's full-time friendly neighborhood Spider-Man is catapulted across the multiverse where he encounters the Spider Society, a team of spider people charged with protecting the multiverse's very existence. But when the heroes clash on how to handle a new threat, Miles finds himself pitted against the other spiders uh, and must set out on his own to save those he loves most. Anyone can wear the mask. It's how you wear it that makes you a hero. The movie is directed by Joaquim Dos Santos, Kemp Powers, and Justin K. Thompson. It was written by Phil Lord, Chris Miller, and David Callaham, and stars Shamik Moore, Haley Steinfeld, Brian Tyree Henry, Luna Lauren Velez, Jake Johnson, Jason Schwartzman, Issa Rae, Karan Sony. and with Daniel Kaluuya and Oscar Isaac. The movie thwips its way into theaters June 2nd, which is tomorrow, if you're listening to this on the day we've posted it. Uh, technically, there will be screenings this evening, uh, at least in Canada or, I don't know, everywhere, I'm sure. Um, but guys, let's get into this. I am going to just kick us off because, um, you know, no one's going to tell me how to, how to do what I do, okay? I'm just going to do my thing. It's a very big theme in the movie. Um, and I'm going to tell you right now that after, after Into the Spider-Verse, I couldn't imagine a more creative visually stunning and detailed love letter to spider-man and miles morales but thank goodness the team behind this movie absolutely could and did because this movie somehow exceeds what came before it and i i still can't believe what we just watched like i was yeah i i I can't my mind is still kind of processing it and it's we've we've already you know it was how many hours ago
1: (laughs) Yeah, I know. I, I'm still, I was dreaming about it uh, when I got home and uh, I kept, I kept like seeing moments in my, in my dreams and, yeah. you know, just the, the web slinging moments or the action moments. There's just so much that will leave you in awe. But I think, you know, we were saying this as we, we got out of the theater. It's, it. you know, if they wrote a book for Into the Spider-Verse of, of how to do things, Yeah. you know, Across the Spider-Verse takes that book and throws it out the window and <laughs> does it differently. Yeah, right? it, it, which is sort of the first sentiments we hear. Let's do this differently, mm-hmm. and it it feels entirely uh, connected to what we we got from Into the Spider Verse, but inherently new as well. It it is so refreshingly different, um, and it pushes the boundaries. It really does uh, evolve the the story of Miles Morales even further, both from a narrative standpoint and a visual standpoint. It's just it's it's outstanding.
0: Yeah, it's it's definitely a more mature. Story too, right? I mean, Miles is growing up. He's he's fifteen now. He's yearning for that freedom to just be himself, to do his own thing, to to finally be Spider Man. And I think they, you know, I think the 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 first movie he was discovering who he was, and and this he's exploring that further. But his parents are kind of holding him back. And I think this movie is also a story about parenthood. Um, not just between Miles and his his parents. I think Gwen and her dad um, get a lot of focus, and and even a bit of Peter and his daughter uh, with Mayday, who was just so delightful. Um, I loved I loved how the themes of parenthood played such a strong role in this movie because how could how could they not? The the theme is so intrinsically linked with the character of Spider Man. Yeah, um, and it just it it works so well.
1: Miles's family is very important to him. So there's a lot of family moments that are very integral uh, to the to the overall narrative. But this is the overarching theme that all spider man and Spider-Women have to deal with. And that's identity and understanding who they are behind the mask and who they are uh, to their family and friends and how those two differ. And I think we see that unfold in a multitude of ways with family being at the center of it. You know, I think the narrative very much weaves a captivating web of intrigue and emotions it you know it delves into the complexities of the multiverse while it's introducing alternative versions of the characters that we love it's also exploring the consequences of their actions and I think Mm -hmm. that that's that is you know so pertinent to the hero's journey you know like you said the first movie is about how he discovers himself as the hero Mm -hmm. this is a follow-up this is the journey of Miles as he becomes more comfortable with his powers and understands what he's what he's losing and what he's gaining at the same time uh, I, I think it, it's you know you said it, it it's darker it, it takes a more mature turn you know it, it's diving into themes of, of loss and identity like I was saying and and that burden of the responsibility it's it's, it's a burden of being this hero and, and despite the dark tone I do have to say the narrative retains a very heartfelt core that I think highlights the strength
2: and resilience of Miles Morales. Mm-hmm. I mean, you keep talking about Miles Morales, but I think what I like most about the narrative for this movie is that it really split the focus between Miles and Gwen. And Gwen so we yes. got a lot of like both sides of the same coin, basically. Someone who has gone through this and has had the powers for a while and has seen these consequences. And then again, Miles, you know, getting to that stage and trying to make the decision, how do I go forward type thing. I thought it was really well done and really cool to show. Again, the differences between these two heroes, despite them both being spider people, they and they have the same backstory. They they've made different decisions, and yes, I, and how those decisions affect the greater good and their the people. Again, the family, the, their family, their friends. It's really cool. I really again this this story was so captivating from yeah. start to finish.
1: Yeah. And I couldn't agree more. I love that. It starts off with Gwen. We dive right into her story. And I think as these narratives unfold and as we see the parallels between them, you know, seeing both of their stories, it challenges our perception of what it means to be a hero. You know, it, it kind of invites us to reflect on the choices that, you know, these heroes make and the impacts that they have on their own lives and their own relationships. So I think it's like, like you're saying, like they're different. But there's parallels, right? Like there's so many different parallels. And I think that's that's the multiversal quality at, at the same time, right? Well, mm-hmm. that's
0: just it. I mean, in order for them to make a movie that is a a about a multiverse of spider people, we need to see those similarities. Of course, we know sort of the standard story of Spider-Man, but the there there's as you said, Justin, there's subtle differences in 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 all of them, but then at the core they all have these 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 sort of Main line canon moments that sort of you know have to happen, um, and I I really dig how this movie kind of dives into that aspect of yeah. the story.
1: It, ex- it explains the multiverse really, oh, really clearly. Really well. It's unique to this movie, yeah, but it's also very meta at the same time. But it, it, it I, would, you I to... would even
0: argue, Justin, and and again, I don't want to get into too many too much spoiler, but like I would even argue that this works on the level with the MCU. You know what I mean? Like if they, if like I, I, I can see it as the same thing in a sense. They they did a better job of it, but I think it totally works if they if they wanted to sort of seamlessly weave those these two universes together. In my <laughs> you're, opinion, you're you're hoping they do. I hope they do. <laughs> I really do. Um, dude, I wanted to shout out as well the action sequences. Um, you know, are so creative and so well done in this movie um all the characters just like how they have their own visual style and we're going to talk about visuals in just a second but just how they have their own visual style they also all have their own fighting technique, yeah. and fighting styles and they move and around wrestling. on the screen so fluidly yeah. there were so many moments that i had to keep reminding myself that this was something that people made mm. do you know what i mean like i'm watching it and i'm just like people made this Happen. It's not. It's not like I'm just seeing it. It's. 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 it's, it just kept getting so lost in it and so captivated by the movement and and the way that they moved in this movie. It's exactly what you'd want out of a movie like this. That is. It's so original, but it's also, you know, for anyone out for any other team, it would be so easy for them to fumble. How ridiculous some of the things that you're seeing could be but they don't they don't drop the ball for even a second and i was just never taken out of that world it was absolutely phenomenal
2: you're talking about how it looks and all the action moments and i was watching the movie i was remembering playing through the insomniac spider-man game and how just moving around in that game made you feel like spider-man i feel like this movie does the exact same thing where the movement and action you feel like you're a part you're swinging along right beside gwen and, and miles as they're you know fighting all the bad guys and stuff and it's it's incredible. I mean the the uh, the fact that like you said someone so people had the vision to make this and pull it off to such an extent is just phenomenal. I I the visuals and the action in this movie are incredible. It's magic. Yeah, I think
1: it's also the power of animation. You know, how how it's how it's leveraged like so many different things that you you see, you know, through the action sequences, through the web sling, It's all thanks to the power of of animation and what is possible, right? Like, you think about it, it's like, yeah, you could do that in live action, but then it just looks like a CGI mess, right? And right. who Ooh. knows if you get the same sense of fluidity and you know you're watching an animated movie and you they're pushing the boundaries so much visually that even in the action, it's one of the many ways that animation shines in this movie.
0: And I've never, I'll be honest with you, like, I, I think not since Into the Spider-Verse have I had another animated movie make me... My mind was fighting for the thought of I want this movie to keep moving because it's so fluid and I want this movie to stop moving because I just want to pause and see every single frame of this movie. It is so artistically beautiful that there's so many moments where I'm like I was just like. I want that on the screen I, or sorry I want I want what's on the screen on my walls in my room mm-hmm. everywhere plastered I want it tattooed on my body I just want all of it um and and I I have to apologize Justin because you know you were sitting right next to me and there were just so many moments where I was just gasping out loud at just but just so moments of stillness just <laughs> characters sitting together and yeah. looking at the city and and just you know it it was like i was walking through an art exhibit and yes. there's that feeling and for anyone who's who's who appreciates art and 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 just i, I mean appreciates spectacle let's say we'll bring up that word um and and you know you know when you turn the corner and you see sort of the showpiece that's on display in the center of the the art exhibit it's like that's the piece that they want you to pay attention to it was like that except it was happening over and over and over again throughout the entirety of this movie I just I was yeah. couldn't believe it.
1: Yeah, I, I I think this is a work of art. Is it it's a mesmerizing yeah. work of art. I think, you know, from the very first frame it's evident that the creators and the animators pushed the boundaries of animation to new heights. And, you know, the distinct visual styles of each of the spider characters sort of you know, very much collide in a, in, a, in a symphony of artistic expression. It's it's demonstrating the versatility and endless creativity uh, of the animation team of what they were able to achieve. And I just feel like each frame was was meticulously crafted as a work of art. It, it immerses the audience in a, a visually rich experience you will remember for years to come. You will be changed after you see this. It is such a vibrant vibrant experience.
2: Yeah, I mean, I know after uh into the spider-verse, a lot of people were saying that that was the best comic book movie, and I feel like this one takes that to the next level and that no other comic book movie will be able to embrace the the varying art styles of the comics and just bring that to the screen so flawlessly. The fact that we're seeing these different worlds and art styles and all this stuff going by so quickly. But at the same time, if you're reading comics by different artists, you'll be getting the same thing where it's the same characters just drawn differently or mm-hmm. with a different interpretation. And again, the way that they bring it to the screen is so exciting because as a comic book fan, I'm noticing all these little things and the art style swapping just makes you feel like you're re- picking up a different issue that's from a, a different artist, but in the same storyline. It's, yeah. it's
1: so enjoyable. And there is a lot going on. Like you said, Nate, like there is so much that you you want to pause and, and, and just pull apart every little detail that's there visually and as well as easter eggs and i think that's part of the frantic uh energetic nature of the movie um but like at the same time it's it's not something that you're just gonna you you won't catch everything in your first watch you can't you can't not
0: only because there's so much on screen but even it's on screen for not long right Sure. things are flashes (laughs) there's even moments where there's multiple frames, comic book panels moving yeah. and happening at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um And just to your point, Darcy, about comics, like, you know, I'm, I'm definitely not as invested in comics as much as you are. Uh, I hope to be maybe one day when I grow up, <laughs> uh, but, but I will say like, y- y- and I'm sure you notice and appreciated. I love the little, I, I'm not sure exactly what you would call them, but I guess the little squares the little squares of dialogue that would appear to either tell you the location or a character would say a word and then it would have an explanation of what that word means mm-hmm. and I was just like I literally was I, I was reading this in Miss Marvel like I you know I love oh yeah how that they is a staple of
2: comic books is so the good. text blocks that do the info dumps that you need to know and if you haven't you know followed every issue, which is fantastic because right. there's so much out there it's impossible to read everything and and the fact that this movie, Knows that they've put so much in this movie and that, you know, why not add to the comic book and just, you know, give
0: that little text box so that mm-hmm. people can know without going to a secondary source. It's so, so refreshing. I love it's it. So much fun. Mm-hmm. And and I think, you know, even again, going back to to visually, like Gwen's world, for instance, is, is, well, is I think my favorite one. visually. Yeah, I mean, I love how the, the characters are even shaded in different colors based on their moods, right? Like it, they'll be blue or they'll be red or how if a character was sad or if it was raining the the watercolor is literally like dripping. It wasn't even raining. It wasn't them. even
1: raining. It was it was the emotions, right? Like the right. background evolved based on the emotions of the moment, right? Yeah. And I think that that mm-hmm. was what's so great. Like you could see detail in the background in some scenes, but then as the emotions unfold through the dialogue, they suddenly the disappear characters. and it's just colors. And it's mm-hmm. just an array of colors, and the colors match the emotion and it's it's so painterly and it's so beautiful. And I love that, you know, in, in a lot of ways they shift the colors right like suddenly you know you'll see Gwen in her her you know standard costume outfit but then suddenly they'll cut to her father then they'll cut back to her and her silhouette's changed her eye mm-hmm. color's changed her costume They've inverted is, her is, suit is in, yeah exactly like, it, oh, it, it's, it's, so it's been good. inverted and it's all in a, in the in the respective mood and tone for the moment it's not just the 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 aesthetics of the characters. The space is treated in such an artistic way that it really does feel like this is a work of art. It, it's it's yeah. not just animation. It's 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 above animation in in a lot of ways because it of what it's what it's what it's leveraging in the nuances of storytelling.
0: Well, and I love that the the you know we we look at like um, for instance like when Mondo would release posters. You know you know how they would do like variants right so you have like an inverted color one or you'd have a a holographic one i love that we get that in a visual medium in a, in a moving visual medium is so cool um i also want to shout out the music i think daniel pemberton and metro boomin did a phenomenal outstanding job and in the same way that the various visual styles are seamlessly blended together so is the music and mm-hmm. I was so impressed that you know with the way that each character in each world sonically felt different while at the same time they still work together to fit within like this is the same Spider-Verse movie that you're watching I I, I honestly I, I I cannot wait to just Constantly have the there was I think at the time that we're recording this there's one track released I've not stopped listening to it it's it's just uh, hello my name is Miles Morales and I'm just yeah. like I just oh my gosh it's so good
1: I was a huge fan of Daniel Pemberton's original score for Into the Spider Verse uh, I was actually like listening to it on repeat all week leading up to <laughs> the screening of this movie and much like that movie. Uh, Across the Spider-Verse features an exhilarating symphony that matches the energy and tone of the film. It effortlessly blends genres from, you know, the adrenaline pumping electric beats to very soulful melodies. And I think, you know, you use the word creating a sonic landscape that perfectly complements the dynamic visuals that we're seeing and the intense storytelling. It, It just it works really, really well. Uh, with elevating all of it. it it it's it's infectious it's evocative it, it elevates it to new heights and, and i think it leaves an imprint on your senses as you're sort of enchanted by the cinematic experience it's it's one of the killer elements that works among so many elements yeah. in this movie
0: yeah well mm-hmm. and i think i think the cast uh is another one of those elements i think shamik moore is so natural as Miles in this Mm -hmm. he's so confident in this and you can you can hear how uh he himself has grown even further with this character yeah
1: yeah there's a there's a level of authenticity and and relatability that is expertly portrayed by Shamik I think he he effortlessly captures the essence of of the character um but you know, you said it, Darcy. The the real star of of this this movie is is Gwen Stacy, played by Billy mm-hmm. Steinfeld. I think she delivered some standout performances mm. that breathe new life into the character. Uh, outside of how we were introduced to her as just sort of a multiversal character that was sort of a, an assist, here we, we're we fully diving in and exploring her character in this movie. And, you know, Haley brought it with her voice performances. And she's a fantastic voice actress. She's, mm-hmm. like she, mm-hmm. I mean, she's
0: fantastic at everything. But... And at a certain point, <laughs> we have
1: to also remember, like, you know, we, we say voice acting because obviously they're not physically on screen, but they're acting they are yeah. acting and and and, and they actually had le- the opportunity sorry they did
0: have the opportunity to act, to act together, together in the booth yes. this time around which is awesome
1: yes which is great because they can actually feed off of each other and, and you love that like you yeah. you, mm-hmm. you you get a more natural uh response but i think every character that we, you know talk about like you know i, I love Oscar Isaac as yeah that was that was a standout for me he I was think, incredible i think he was uh incredibly intense uh but he also matched the tonal qualities of peter parker if that makes sense like in his voice right like in in the sense of like how he you know had the uh
2: the sarcastic tones right but he was also very intense at times as well right Hmm. i just i again intensity was the one word i just used to describe oscar uh, isaac's performance because he he brought so so much to this character that we are just introduced to and while still again staying true to that spider-man lore where he is he equips occasionally in the movie and stuff like that, but what you remember after leaving the movie is those scenes where he is just full on intense and mm-hmm. just in your face and is this threat almost to Miles and, and his way of life. And I just thought it was so well done. Again, that's that's walking out of that movie I just I'm like, I wanna watch it again just to see his performance. Yeah. Because again, Miguel is such a, a an intense character and there's so much depth to it and we're just barely scratching the surface of this movie, I feel like. Mm-hmm.
0: Hearing you guys talk about this, it's making me long for a spider verse where where in the Tobey Maguire movies with Spider Man three where we actually got like this portrayal <laughs> of <laughs> dark, you know, Venom yes. Spider-Man. Like would've been amazing. Yes. Um but no Oscar Isaac is a he's a beast in this movie and he's so scary. Yeah. But one thing I love that they do is they help they help you understand his motivations so well by building in the exposition into his character interactions and the mm-hmm. dialogue. Like they, you know, they didn't have to give him a lengthy monologue out of nowhere. It actually mattered why he was explaining, you know, what he was doing. Um, and I just thought it was so well done. I also wanted to shout out Luna Loren velez and uh brian tyree henry as rio and jefferson they are so incredible in this and we get to see more of them and i think you know you uh you mentioned earlier darcy and justin the the how we you know we we get a a good amount of time with miles we get a good amount of time with gwen i think the entirety of this cast for the most part we got to get a decent amount of time sure. with them, and we got more of the parents in this movie. Um, and I love them so much. I'm I'm so happy that they get. The, both of them got moments to shine and express themselves, mm-hmm. and express. You know, they're not just the hero's parents; they're their own characters. And and they're you know they're struggling with with their son growing up, and we get to yes. see that in them. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And it's just another way that the writers got. This big ensemble cast and the balancing between them so right, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. they did.
1: Yeah, and I think they're very integral to to the story. We get some great time with them, and we get to see, as you said, the, them having to let go of of Miles, like having to let him grow up, and you know not being able to fully understand him, right. But we also see the other side of of Miles wanting to try to reach out. To his parents, um, and what that looks like, but you know, I think to your point, Nate, I think everyone had their time to shine. Um, If we think of the Spider people that we we got featured, we we saw Spider Punk uh, played by Daniel Kaluuya, right? So good. Uh, So cool. He was so so badass. So great. I loved him. I will never be as
0: cool as him. I don't think anyone on this entire planet will be as cool. And it's funny
1: because he was he's he's so cool, and he was so funny, and without even trying, right? Because I think the audience reacted more to his sort of. Punk lifestyle, if you will, oh. as as absolute hilarity. Um, Jake Johnson coming back as uh, Peter B. Parker. I loved it. He's mm-hmm. in full dad mode. You said it, Nate. Like, I, I totally connected with him. I, I love when he's like, there's a moment where he's like, you want to see pictures of everyone? Like, he's right here. Well, you got to see these pictures. Justin, over, you were right? literally <laughs> doing that on the car ride over. I, know, like that. I,
0: know.
1: <laughs> I think I was doing it right before we got started. Yeah. I was showing you pictures. <laughs> um, and then I really, really enjoyed uh, Karan Sonny's um, uh, Spider-Man. Pav, uh, he was... Uh, He was so eccentric. He was so vibrant. Uh, His world was incredible. Like, honestly, I think next to Gwen's uh, world, I, I think Mubotan was was definitely uh, top. The voice acting is is so consistent. There's there's relatability. There's commitment. There's there's not a character voice being portrayed here. And that even for Jason Schwartzman's spot, oh, so good, it's so, so funny, good. right? Like he just leans right into it, and I I absolutely loved that. You know, like again, when you get these animated movies, you're you know sometimes they can take themselves serious and be more adult, right? And sometimes they can be a little more slapsticky and humorous and you know what's really great about across the spider-verse much like into the spider-verse is that there's a delicate ballet between both mm-hmm. by taking itself seriously being mature having really heartfelt emotional moments but then embracing the 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 medium of animation and being slapsticky and i think that like the first inter uh, interaction with with miles and spot is fantastic. It was so hilarious. So good.
0: <laughs> well, I think Spot, actually, everything you just said about, about that balance of slapsticky, you know, goofiness. He embraces it. He embraces right? He's it. a bumbling loser, but at the same time, he's a terrifying, terrifying. bad guy. And and I was, I was willing to overlook sort of his standard villain motivations, if you will, because I just enjoyed his arc throughout the movie so much. And the way that they explain his character and the way that they bring him in Again, he's a character that's very original but also one of those things where that could take you out of a movie like this if it's not done properly. Mm -hmm. Um, Darcy, I mean, I'm not as familiar with Spot. Um, Did they get the character right is he a is is he a comic book character? Is he an original? He character? He is a
2: comic book character, okay. and in the comics, he is mostly a joke. And, and the direction they've taken him in this movie, I will say, is a is a divergence from the norm. Okay, so it's a great divergence though. They they made this kid joke character into again, like you said, a, a real potential terrifying villain. So yeah, loved
0: it. So good.
1: The one last uh, cast that I want to call out is uh, Shea uh, Wingham, who plays uh, George Stacy. Uh, Gwen's mm-hmm. father mm. um, he really did bring uh, an emotional resonance to his character uh, because we do see uh, sort of a range of emotions from from that world um, and in those moments and I think he really leaned into it. Um, again, this is none of the voice actors are, are putting on a voice or putting on a character. They're just acting, right And the animators are, animating to those to those voices and to those little nuances right like it's those little moments that you can see the animators had fun with what the actors gave them Mm -hmm. with their voices and they they really brought that to life on the screen so you know the whole cast just just really leaned into it
0: well and uh, you know speaking of a range of emotions i know i teared up a little bit but justin i mean again, and I think this is the whole baby brain of your 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 dadness coming out. I just, I, I, you know, it between Guardians and yeah. this, I've yeah. heard you just do the, the like, so many times now, I'm very <laughs> happy about it, because I've been, for the longest time, I've been singled out as the only crier of the group here, well, so okay, first I'm off, very happy. Like, first
1: off, it's it's just, it pulls at your heartstrings, right? Yeah. I think because I have a child now, there's so much more that I can, I can connect with. Like, I can connect to both Miles' story as someone who had similar problems with their parents Mm. growing up, trying to figure out who I was in relation to what they wanted me to be. Sure, And then I think on the same side, I can understand where the parents are coming from in that you just want the best for
0: your kid. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, Stan Lee, you know, and, 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 you know, everyone who's written these characters and created these characters and Steve Decoe and they made these characters For that exact reason, Justin, they made these characters initially for us to connect on a human level with each other to have conversations. And the fact that this is just an evolution of that, a beautiful evolution of that is so gorgeous. And I I love that these are the kind of things that we're talking about after watching a Spider-Man movie. Um, So let's get to our overall thoughts and final score for this movie, which we're going to be rating on a scale of one to five spider people. Uh, And Justin, I'm gonna have you kick us off. Yeah, okay, Uh, well,
1: you know, if you can't tell, uh, I thoroughly loved this movie. You did? (laughs) Get out, get out. You know, it's a masterpiece that left me in awe. You know, the animation is nothing short of breathtaking, pushing the boundaries and redefining what is possible on the big screen. And each frame is a visual feast with stunning artistry that effortlessly transports you into the multiverse. You know, the story does take a darker turn and explores complex themes, yet remains deeply heartfelt with a focus on family. It's a testament to the exceptional writing that manages to balance the weight of the narrative and genuine emotional moments. I think anyone who watches this is going to relate to the stories of any one of the characters that you see on screen. And speaking of characters, like we said, the performances across the board are outstanding, but huge shout out to uh, Shamika Moore and uh, Haley Steinfeld for really being the balance um, and showing us similarities and, and differences between these two characters. And I don't know, I think each performance is so nuanced and. It feels, again, relatable to who these characters are. They breathe new life into these beloved heroes. You know, the music, it's a symphony of adrenaline and emotions. It's it's pulsating beats perfectly accompany the exhilarating action sequences, while the soulful melodies tug at your heartstrings in very emotional moments. Um, It's a journey in itself that elevates every moment. I think Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse is undoubtedly the best movie of 2023. I think it effortlessly weaves together exceptional animation, a dark yet heartfelt story, incredible performances, and mesmerizing music. It's a cinematic triumph that will have you swinging out of the theaters with pure joy. You will be smiling. I was smiling the entire time. I was giddy. I was a little teary-eyed and maybe crying a little bit, Nate. A lot. Um, but <laughs> this has me excited for the next chapter uh, in Beyond the Spider Verse, so yeah, I'm giving this one five
0: out of five Spider People. This was
1: my most anticipated movie for 2023, and it did not disappoint. So yes,
0: five out of five Spider People. Dope. Yeah, this was your most I think in our our year. This and recap. Teenage
1: Mutant Ninja Turtles. Okay. This and the do you think TM? Mam-
0: do you think TMNT has a chance after this?
1: Uh, it 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 does. It, yeah. it probably could, but I don't know. Like again, the, there's a there's a complexity to this that's right. that's different to that, right? Okay. So you know. I think the I think TMNT Mutant Mayhem has the ability to be similar to that of Into the Spider Verse. Okay. A really good origin story, a okay. really good story that sets up these heroes you know, across the Spider Verse is continuing right the trajectory of into it's the Spider. It's kind of an unfair fight. I get
0: it. Exactly. Get it. Exactly.
2: Okay. This is the Empire Strikes Back, right? There so
0: you go. uh Darcy, how about yourself?
2: Well, I mean, we just spent the last 40 minutes talking about how much we like this movie, so I don't think I need to say much other than this is the best comic movie of all time. I'm sure that'll change by the time Beyond comes out, but this is a true love letter to the medium that spawned these characters and all these stories, and the way that it's masterfully told with this narrative, with these actors, the action, everything about it was just 10
0: out of 10, so this is an easy 5 out of 5, Spider-People. There you go. There you go. Yeah, I think... I think this movie is for so many people like this movie is for so many people. What I mean by that is, yes, it's a love letter to all things Spider-Man, you know, but it's also to all things comic book, to all Mm -hmm. things art, to all things music. Uh, and that, you know that's such a diver you know a wide array of things to be interested in that I I really have a hard time understanding how anyone wouldn't enjoy this movie. Um, and even at times to Miles, um, Afro Puerto Rican uh, culture, there there is a, a good amount of that imbued into the movie as well, so naturally, um, and I was just I wanted some of that food. Um, it it <laughs> it gets so much right, uh, and I I wanted. Every As I said, I wanted every frame of this movie on my wall, in my house. It's such a beautiful piece of art, and I'm still taking in the the visual mastery that was this movie. I have no idea how they they managed to exceed what they did the first time around, and I have no idea how they're going to do it again with Beyond the Spider-Verse, but they managed to give us not only the best Spider-Man movie, not only the best looking movie I've ever seen, not only the, the best movie of the year. But as you said, Darcy, the best comic book movie to date, which is mind-blowing for me because I'm like, Endgame, they did it. Okay, wrap it up. We're good to go home. I think I'm over the moon with this movie. I loved it so much, obviously. Uh, I'm giving Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse an absolute five out of five. Spider-People, what an achievement of a film uh, and a massive thank you uh, and congratulations to anyone and everyone involved with making it.
1: Yes, I just wanted to say, like, this is a a team effort, right? A huge shout out to Joaquin De Santos, Kent Powers, and Justin K. Thompson. They are the directors who steered the ship. But a huge shout out, like you said, Nate, to the thousands and literally it's thousands of animators. There were more who animators on this, on this
0: is, than there were Spider Men in the film. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and that's a lot. This,
1: the team that is behind this, the animation team that that put the effort that that. Put their heart mm-hmm. their soul their blood their sweat whatever they put into this it pays off it jumps off the screen and all the love should be given to to that entire team behind those directors as well with the directors obviously keeping the course and, and steering the ship. And, you know, it's clear, you know, Phil Lord and Chris Miller, they know what they're doing. Yeah. And, you know, they've they've invested their energy in the right places. Um and yeah, this this movie will will have you swinging, man. I'm I'm telling you.
0: I can't wait to see how much they swing at the Oscars. Um but that is it for this review of Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. We hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, make sure to subscribe. Subscribe to us uh, wherever you... I'm just going to do that voice forever now. Uh, Subscribe (laughs) to us wherever you like to listen to podcasts if you haven't already. And if you want to write into the show with your thoughts on this movie or any of the movies or shows we cover, uh, well, let me swing you over to Justin to let you know how you can reach us.
1: Thwip, thwip. There we go. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Well, they can reach us at wearegeekcentric at gmail.com. That's wearegeekcentric at gmail.com. Or you can reach out to us on Twitter at geekcentricYT or on Instagram at wearegeekcentric.
0: Keep in mind, we have a ton of other great episodes covering the latest in movies and TV shows, including our spoiler-free reviews for American Born Chinese Season 1. Go watch that show. If you like action and you like some of the action in this movie, go watch that show. Some fantastic action there. Uh, Disney's Little Mermaid, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, Fast 10, and Star Wars Visions Volume 2, all of which are available on podcast service of your choice. We also have a ton of interviews out now, like our most recent interview with Sophie Thatcher from The Boogeyman, uh, as well as our interviews with Chakutia Awuji and Sean Gunn from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. You can catch those interviews again on your podcast service of choice or over on YouTube. YouTube at youtube.com slash geekcentric. Uh, so make sure you subscribe to us to keep up with all the great stuff we got coming at you. That's the summer of movies. Um, I'm going to call it, the it's a hot geek summer. We've also got a lot to look forward to, uh, including our coverage of Transformers, Rise of the Beasts, Indiana Jones, and The Dial of Destiny, and Pixar's Elemental, uh, and so much more. And lastly, speaking of Elemental, we do have a giveaway happening over on our socials. Uh, we've partnered with our friends at Disney Studios Canada uh, to give away some tickets for you and a friend uh, to see Disney and Pixar's Elemental early on June 4th. 14th. Uh, We'll be giving out tickets to screenings across Canada. So go check out our socials. Give us a follow. Give us a like. Give us a comment. Do all the things. There's going to be full details on our socials as to how to enter for that giveaway. Justin, Darcy, thank you so much for uh, joining me for this this web slinging review. How many times are we going to say slinging? Uh, And as we say, Excelsior! And love ya.
1: Laters. Peace.